Testing, testing. One, two, three. We're on the air. Hey, guys. It's your boy. Here again. Back with you this morning. Beautiful, rainy morning here in North Texas. Just getting my coffee. We're going to do this show on the road again. And today I want to... I want to talk to you guys about... um, uh, Reboot. I feel like a personal reboot. You know how sometimes your phone gets cluttered with apps and you got too many things open and it's running and it's running slow and and then you have to shut it off and, and turn it back on and then it starts running better. I think we can benefit from something like that in our own lives and uh, with what's going on right now, I'm not going to talk too much about this, but since it's happening right now, I mean, we might as well touch on it. Um, there's a mo- so with the quarantine and the f- and fear that's going around. Um, you know, it seems like uh, the world is is ending. You know, it's it's just ridi- it's crazy. But what 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 we can do what we can do at this time is um, start thinking to ourselves about what's what's really important in our lives kind of step back, look at ourselves, look at our family, and a little reboot, you know, because some some of you uh, will be home more, working from home, doing these type of things, and you're going to be spending time with your children because of the schools are closed. Uh, and then a the, lot of the uncertainty that's going on with um, with the with the stocks and schools and you know telling how long with this shutdown's gonna last and so there's a lot of fear uh, out there and I think it's it's it'll be a good time to focus to kind of reevaluate ourselves on an individual like on an individual level. We can look at the world. We can look at politics, America, and evaluate how that's going on as a whole. And, and it's not. I I wouldn't. I, it wouldn't be a good evaluation. We can see it like that, but more importantly, it's like we should evaluate ourselves. The closest possible. Uh, thing to us is 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 you and, and you know me, your family, your kids, your 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 household. In some ways, I I like to think that I'm a glass is half full guy. I try to see the positive in in all things, and I think even in crisis. I personally don't think this is this is a, it's an overhyped, overblown, you know, quote unquote crisis. But in crisis times, we can always find the good. I can, if we look, we can find it. You know, more time with your family, uh, time home from work. Now there's, of course, implications um, of money. 
and all that, there is going to be a bunch of residual effects because of what's going on. I mean, look, right now I am on the freeway, I'm on the interstate, and it is empty. I mean, there's cars, but nothing like you would expect on any regular week, weekday morning. So it means a lot of people are staying home. A lot of people are laid off or are told are told to stay home. So we got to figure out what we can do for ourselves, for our family, and make the best of that time. A little reset. I think it's important too, though. We have to constantly. We have to constantly, I like to dig. I like to ask questions. I see a report, I see an article, I see a, a video that states so-and-so, this and that. I like to dig, I like to verify. And, by, and how do we verify? Well, we can look at different sources. You can Google stuff, Google questions, but break down those questions too. Because you want a better understanding of what's going on. Right now, especially right now, there's a lot of, so I keep saying there's a lot of fear because on the news feed, you see, you know, there was a, I think this is just some, somebody just typed it and started sending it out. And it's like, my cousin works for the government and it says that we're going to be shut down, uh, that the president is going to shut down the Everybody, it shut down the whole United States for two weeks, and so make sure you go get your food. And it's anonymous, and it's just uh, like a screenshot, and it just looks suspicious. But there's fear. You know, is this is this a government power play? Is it going to be martial law? Now we could see examples of things happening that's not even coming from the federal government. Like, these ordered shutdowns were coming from the states and the counties and the cities. Um, the, the federal government made a recommendation about, you know, maybe limiting uh, groups of people and stuff like that. And, and they, they, they made the recommendations but the order didn't come from on high, like let's say the federal government. The order came from more local governments, especially the local, the, the closest locality like Dallas County, you know, because the Dallas County health official, it wasn't even a shutdown order, let's say from the governor's office. They do recommendations, you know, and then the municipalities do what they do. The idea of a of a government takeover it's it's a little far fetched. I don't see anything like that. What I do see is is like we spoke about before is that in these instances, governments do tend to to push their little boundary out a little bit more. And we talked about how how just the simple fact that the county can order you to close your business down. Um, in my, to me, in my opinion, is is a power grab. 
because they don't have that right. Governments don't have a right to take to confiscate your business other than under legal, you know, uh, under legal terms as far as like if you're money laundering and those type of things, sure, they can take your stuff, ill-gotten money. But a lawful, a lawful behaving business, a restaurant. So if I own a restaurant and I say, you know what, I'm not paying it, I'm not listening to this shutdown and I let people in, they're going to come and they're going to uh, find me. They're going to give me a ticket or worse because now it's, it's quote unquote illegal at the moment for you to open your restaurant. And in the big scheme of things, in the, when we look at the law, the law is not, the law is meant to protect lawful behavior. And when lawful behavior is declared unlawful, that's when we have a problem. We, we can start having problems when those type of things happen. There's a great book uh, by Frederick Bastiat called The Law. It's actually a series of essays that he wrote. He, he was a French, um, a French philosopher in the late 1800s. And he talked and he talked about structure of law and and what the law are intended for and how sometimes law can like for instance um, if the laws like tax taxation laws you know, there's, there, you can you can have your opinion about who should pay more or what not, but simply because it, it's a law, simply because something is a law doesn't make it right. If it, if a law, if they sign something into law that says that they can take your private property with, without any, um, uh, like a confiscation or something, doesn't make it proper. So in, in, in the book by Bastiat, he, ex, he explores, he, he speaks about those instances throughout uh, his experience because he lived through the French Revolution or just prior to the French Revolution. Sorry, my memory um, fails me at the moment. But it is a great book. It's very short, so it's very easily taken in. And they also have the audio book, of course, on YouTube. Shout out to YouTube. And and you get a good insight on what law is supposed to be. Law is meant to protect. Law is a shield. The law is a shield and it's supposed to be blind. So when we see or hear about this type of person should pay more simply because blank. That that uh, that is a problem, but anyway, the law, Frederick Bastiat. So, so legal proper behavior is now considered illegal during times of crisis, at least here in Dallas, and I'm sure it's probably happening in other parts. I've I've been trying to. Uh, 
but trying to stay on top of some reports as far as uh, where governments are kind of pushing their boundaries a little too far. And there is some stuff out there. So we, what we want to do is educate ourselves so why? So we can see these things a little bit clearer. We spoke about that yesterday uh, on our last show. Sorry. It was yesterday, anyhow. About seeing things clearer. But we have to take in as much information as we can to get a better picture. Uh, sort of like a science experiment. You have a hypothesis. You get data. And the data is going to determine if if your hypothesis was correct or incorrect. So in any instance of wanting to find out whether this is a power grab or martial law as the, as the socials are spreading out there that, oh, in two days, Trump is going to shut down the country, martial law, uh, you know, all this other stuff. Okay, so the, hypothe- the hypothesis is, okay, hypothesis, is Trump going to declare martial law? Okay, well, how do we find out? We need data. So where do you go? <clears throat> go to CNN, okay, CNN.com, we look. Is there anything there? Okay, you can check the, the big news sites, okay, good. You can check, I don't know, Wikipedia. But, but the important thing is to keep looking for sources. Because as far as I know, the source of this, let's call it a conspiracy theory that, that Trump is going to shut it down in two days, the only source is a, a snapshot of a post that says that, hey, my cousin works for the government. Oh, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty... Uh, general there, the government, and says that they were told to, to prepare for, for two months lockdown, something, and it explains blah, blah, blah. So that's the only source. See, and notice, it was anonymous, so we can't check who wrote it. And then the original anonymous poster says that a friend sent it to them or something like that. So see, there, it, the, the, all the trails end and then that person who quote unquote works for the government oh really what department or, or what government that's, that's a big word like how many departments are in the government so see as we as we break things down I get a little more confident as I'm breaking things down asking questions going through questions are very important so we ask questions I'm going through and I'm more confident now that that's probably not true. That it was probably a joke. I mean, everybody's making memes, funny, some stuff is... Anyway, it go, it's, so I'm comfortable that the whole scenario about whoever was told that to work, that works in the government to supply, to supply up and be ready for a shutdown. Like, okay, I can say that's pretty false. But in any instance, in any instance of what goes on around us, <clears throat> if we dig, if we ask enough questions, <clears throat> then we get a better picture, a better perspective. Our minds, we have imagination. The, the, our imagination is, is a tool that works for us, that, that can work for us. 
because in our mind we see pictures and grids and maps while we're talking while we're asking i see the guy posting it i mean you know like you can the imagination helps us define a little bit the images in our mind of what of what of what we're trying to figure out and it gives us a picture my mind works really well <laughs> like in a map form uh maps uh since i'm on the road all the time i all i know is maps um maps and grids and um timelines in my mind i can see timelines really well and the more information i insert into its proper place on that timeline then i can slide the time you know the 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 i can slide the timer present time whatever we want to call it back and forth and be able to imagine the reality of the moment that i am sliding into you know if i'm going back into the mid century boom i can see it in my mind imagine it, but, but because of the data that i have taken in of of these different subjects and of history and stuff it gives me a better a little better picture so see i like uh, uh, i kind of want to apologize about going off on tangents but that's 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 what we do this is how this is how it works so kind of sliding back to what we should do while we're home dig find out some answers if you have questions look for them make time with your family make time to better yourself make the best of this time i have faith in our people we are americans we are resilient there is no other type of people on the world like americans i'm sorry i'm going to say it i'm not sorry actually i'm going to say it all kinds of amazing people from all kinds of backgrounds all united under certain ideals and those ideals are what makes us what we are not the color of my skin not my background but my my willingness to participate and to make those ideals part of who I am in my everyday life in my behavior in my speech in my actions that's who we are we're resilient we're going to get through this this is nothing this is nothing we're going to get through it you're going to get through it you're sitting at home with your kids or whoever wherever you are you're going to get through this it's going to be a bumpy ride but because where we are right now panic is is it's unfortunate that there's so much panic going on and panic at the top mind you the people on the on the ground aren't panicking as much everything's going about you know there's sure some people were fighting at the store for toilet paper and stuff but i'm in many different uh, jurisdictions throughout the day and i see folks walking at the park taking time enjoying sure the stores and everything is empty the roads are pretty empty but life hasn't stopped and neither should we we're going to get through this so 
way back to the beginning where I was talking about a reboot. Let's let's take this time to reboot. I needed a reboot. Let's use let's let's talk about me as an example for a second. I haven't really talked much about this, but I am a a I go to the gym. I I'm a fitness freak, not a freak, but I love it. I love to run. I run half marathons, Spartan races, obstacle races. I love fitness, um, diets, uh, training, all of it. And last week I had a big race. I was going to travel to San Antonio, the Spartan race. I was so excited. Friday morning came. Before I hit the road, I got a text from the Spartan Corp that said we're canceling due to, you know, safety precautions so they canceled my race that I had planned for for over a month I was bummed I was really bummed and I have a t- I got a taste of a feeling that probably millions of people have been feeling this past week or so with with the games basketball games and and whatever sports they canceled and concerts, all kinds of things. People have been planning for all of that. So I understand the feeling. I, I'm, I was bummed and it, it, a couple days even because I had my whole year planned out. I had another trip, uh, pl- uh, planned trip in April to New Jersey and then Austin in May. And now my whole year, my all my, my my whole year that was planned is now up up in the air as far as what's gonna happen. There's no telling. Because how long is this gonna last? You know. Um, so I was bummed. But I was thinking about it last night. And I'm thinking, you know what? I need to just get back on it. So I took a week off, unintentional week off from the gym and from training, just just to try to get my head straight. And I was thinking last night that, you know what? Just go for it. Just jump right back in like nothing is different. And we're going to push ourselves as we always have. We're going to go even harder. We're going to run even further. We're not going to let something like this slow us down. That's what I told myself. I've been through much worse. We've been through much worse as a society, as a nation. Much, much worse than this. This is nothing. This is a flu. This is a... a, a cold season. It's just been over-exaggerated by the medias for whatever reason. Why are they telling us how many people died today of the corona? How many people died today in auto accidents? Can you tell me that? How many people died today from cancer? How about you tell us that? Leukemia? Bronchitis? Uh, any disease? The flu? Why aren't you telling me how many people died from the flu, Mr. and Mrs. Media type? 
Why? Because that doesn't bring in viewers. That is not something sexy. That is not something unknown. Nobody cares that however many amount of people died today of the flu. Nobody cares. But why not tell us that? Why not tell us how many people are dying from any, from any cause? How about old age? Can you see where we're going with this? Who is running the narrative here? And see, these things get so much steam that at some point it becomes hard to stop. So now everyone has to react. Why? Because of the overblown hype. Because now if you don't do nothing, you're the bad guy. If the mayor of Dallas doesn't do nothing, he's the bad guy. If the governor of Texas doesn't do nothing, he's the bad guy. If the president doesn't do nothing, he's the bad guy. There's a, there's a book called uh, True Believers. Uh, Eric Hoffer. It's about movements. Um, more his book is a little more about political movements. <clears throat> but a lot of these things work out similarly in the big scope of things, in the macro level. Because this thing that's happening, it's, it's sort of a movement. It's not an organized movement of people or a political party or anything. But notice how it starts with reports and then questions to the leaders. Oh, what, what's going on with this disease that, that's happening on the other side of the world? Oh, well, we're keeping an eye on it. Uh-oh, somebody has it here in America. Uh-oh, panic, 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 and everybody goes crazy. And every single day, you know what, first of all, Shut the TV off. Uh-uh. No. Not, not exactly. Shut the cable news off. Don't look at it. Because you are going to get 24 hours of constant, constant, constant fear, 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 fear. And we don't need that. It's bad enough. It's bad enough they're sending people home from work. It's bad enough I've got to worry about how I'm gonna pay my rent. It's bad enough I got the children here from school. It's bad enough that maybe my savings and my bank aren't where they should be. It's bad enough and now I'm gonna sit in front of the TV and watch five, six hours of, of, of disaster after disaster and numbers of people dying and, and just in my face, in my face, in my face, pandemic disease, corona, corona, over and over. That is not going to be good for me. And it's not going to be good for you. So, reboot. Shut it off. Shut off the cable news for your own, for your own good. Take some time. Read something that you've been wanting to read. Audio, audio book it. 
Maybe set aside half an hour for some exercise. Go take a walk. Nature's not closed. Parks aren't closed. Well, at least not yet. <laughs> Actually, I saw a report. Get this, guys. Yesterday, I saw a report that in Dallas, they have a number for code enforcement. I think it's like pound 211 or 211 something. And it says, it, 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 it literally, on the news, because my mom mentioned it to me. It literally said, if you see groups of people, more than 10, call pound 211 to report them. On the news, it said that the city made a declaration that if you go outside to play pickup basketball game, there shouldn't be more than 10 of you. Now, can we see how ridiculous this is getting? Why? What is the reasoning for that? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But look, look how they push. Look how they push. Look how they push. Every little inch that they could take. And I say they in a general sense. But any inch that we surrender, it will be taken. Asking us to snitch on our neighbors to call the city and let them know if there's a gathering of more than 10 people. I live in a particular neighborhood and there is a family. <laughs> At least 20 people live in that. It's not one house, it's a set of houses, but it's in a, it's in a fairly decent little size lot. But there's, there must be small business. Uh, 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 they must work construction or something because because you can tell that that a lot of that a lot of the guys that work there are uh, they all work together. You can tell. Anyhow, so there's a little there's there's a little uh, a bunch of houses all on this one lot, and there's got to be at least twenty people living there. Am I gonna call two one one and report them? Can you? Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Basketball game, pick up basketball game, make sure y'all have less than, than 10 people. What's going on? <sighs> Sorry, I have to drink my coffee. But notice, notice, notice what's going on around us. We gotta be vigilant at all times. History repeats itself. I'm not worried about any government takeover of anything good luck there's that is not going to happen what i'm worried about more is localities small localities counties and cities because they have jurisdiction also within this the boundary of the city they make the ordinances the local ordinances and laws the local laws they make them not the federal government the federal government's way over there. The, the Dallas County, the city of Dallas, that's who's the closest to the people. It's odd. It's odd because I am a federalist. I think we're going to have to work through this a little bit here. 
I am a federalist, and this is federalism. But I would, okay, we got to think about this for a second. I got to think this for a second. So the reason I have to think, well, in all honesty, I had to pause it and think about it for a little bit. Okay, so I'm a federalist, which means uh, each, each, um, you have the federal government, then you have the states, and then you have the localities. That's federalism, where, where we have our cities and they have their own jurisdiction, and then you have the county and they have a jurisdiction, then the state and the federal uh, governments. And so, if I'm a federalist, then how come I am not? A, so here's the question to myself. So if I believe in federalism, why am I upset that Dallas shut? down uh, the city, basically. Well, okay, I thought about it for a bit. And see, our standards here of what government should look like is, enlist, is listed in the Constitution. The First Amendment, Second Amendment, all of the amendments, right? That protect us, the citizens of this nation. And the Fourth Amendment is about uh, property. As a matter of fact, um, let's let's uh, let's pull it up and read it, so we can so we can know exactly what it says. Uh, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, house, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. And no warrants shall issue upon, but upon probable cause, supported by an oath, affirmation, particularly describing the place. Okay. Um, so the Fourth Amendment. So see, okay, now I understand why I do not like what's going on. I mean, I understood it, but I had to focus in a little bit. And I want to share that with you. So my standard is the Constitution. Our, those are our rights that are, that are, that have been listed, enumerated, our rights. Um in the Constitution, and the Constitution sets the standard. So, a you can be a Federalist, but when the smaller jurisdictions overstep their boundaries, i.e. make you shut down their business, that is uh, anti-constitutional. See? It's... it's 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 not it, it doesn't it doesn't um, it's not in, it's it doesn't ah it doesn't uh, Jesus sorry it's early I haven't finished my first cup of coffee so it doesn't conform to the Constitution that behavior from a city taking your property or telling you to shut down or whatever it does. It's un unconstitutional there, okay? That's why I don't like it. So, I'm sorry, I had, to, I, had to, I had to think about that a bit because I do believe in federalism. But under a given set of 
of rules, of standards. And the standard is the Constitution. Okay, good. <sighs> okay, let's jump back in to the reboot. We've been all over the place. <laughs> so sorry. I, I um, will try to stay focused a little bit more. A reboot. So I was bummed about not doing my, my race and bummed about the rest of the schedule for the year because I have no idea when I'm going to be able to race and travel again until all these restrictions go away. And I came to the conclusion that, hey, I just need to go for it again. Like, just turn it up, just hit the part, run, work out, go hard, go even harder. That's what I, that's the conclusion that I came to. And, and I see that good thing. That could be a good thing for us. Whatever it may be, whatever it is you're going on, whatever it is going on in your family, whatever it is that's going on in your job, things are hard. Things are hard. And things are crazy right now. And it's, it's, we, we gotta maintain control of the steering wheel of our lives. The stressors from what's going on can affect us negatively. So we want to stay on top of that. You were trying to lose weight. You were working out, but you kind of fell off. All right, reboot. Boom. Hit it again. Something you gave up a while back. Something that you love that you haven't done in a while. Jump right back on it. The moment is now. One thing we have to learn about ourselves or maybe discipline ourselves a little bit better is, is, is not procrastinating. Is now. Like we have to click, hit that switch on ourselves that when something has to be done, we do it right away. So I was on a diet, I kind of fell off. Well, you know what, boom, get right back on it. The time is now for whatever it is, whatever it is that you need to do in your life. Reboot, start over. I mean, look, when, what other chance are we ever gonna have again of a, uh, Sort of a national vacation, if you will. <laughs> it is sort of like a, like a vacation. Now for me, because I'm a small business owner, I'm working as we speak. But for millions of y'all out there, it is sort of like a vacation. Now I'm not making light of it. Like it is gonna be hard. If you're not having income and you have children, if you don't have income coming in, if you have children, even if you don't have children, just paying rents and stuff. I mean, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. And I don't make light of that. But we got to be able to see joy. We got to be able to, we got to be able to smile and laugh about it, about things. It'll help us get through. It'll help us get through it. 
So the time is now. Whatever it is you've been putting off, do it. Just do it. Like Nike says, just do it. And I, so I took a week off. And so my thing is I'm going to just do it too. Like I'm going for it again, as I have been going for it for several years now, nonstop. And I'm just going to keep at it. Never give up on yourself. Never let go of the steering wheel. You are in control of your feelings, your emotions. You are in control of your actions. You are in control of all of it. You are driving this car. So let's make the right choices. Let's make the right decisions. Let's do what we have to do for ourselves, for our families, for the betterment of, of our immediate circle of influence. That's what we can do at this time and every time, not just during tragedies. We have to try, we have to live like this every day. You see, I know a lot of people that, okay, I know some folks that are very athletic, that just, they just do it. Like unstoppable running and working out, Spartans, uh, weight training. Like there's just some people that are just amazing and they just push themselves. They just push themselves. We can do that with our lives and whatever it is. It doesn't have to be strictly about fitness or education or anything. We can do it. We are, a ch we are champions. You are a champion. There's nothing that you, there's nothing that you cannot do. If you don't try, you'll never know unless you try. You might surprise yourself. Just might surprise yourself. So let's be that big, bright, shining star. Let's, let's shine bright. Let's be the best we can be at all times, not just during, not just during crises, quote unquote. We should be like this every day. We should push ourselves every day. For many of you, maybe this is something new, something you've never tried before. And I wish you luck if you do in jumping into something, whatever it may be. And make and, and discipline yourself. Make it common. Make it common behavior. Make it an everyday thing where you every day you're you can't wait to learn something new. Where every day you can't wait to see how far you can push yourself at something. Where we can affect people just by our behavior. We will never we will never know how many people we affect positively on how we smiled at them, on how we told them good day, thank you. Our words reverberate through time. Our behavior reverberates through time. That one moment, that one instance, when you smiled at the guy behind the cash register and told him to have a good day, 
that one friendly gesture. That's, what who we, that's who we should be. That's who we should strive to be. And that's who we're going to be. And that's what this is all about, is bettering ourselves. Taking every opportunity that we have to make those improvements. And every improvement that we make adds up over time. And before you know it, it's 2021. And life has changed. Your life, has, your life will have changed for the better. Because you willingly chose to make some changes in your life and to act on them. Because you willingly participated in the betterment of, of who you are as a person. We can all do this together, folks. And we're all going to do it together. And I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, if you wanted to look into those books that I spoke about earlier, one is called uh, The Law by Bastiat and True Believer by Eric Hoffer. I've looked for True Believer on YouTube as an audiobook, but it's not on there. Um, so if you want to read it, you have to buy a hard cover, a hard copy. The Law, Frederick Bastiat, um, that is on audio and YouTube, so you can find it there. It's called The Law, Frederick Bastiat. <laughs> really good. I really enjoy it. Um, okay, guys, so remember, you are what you be all you can be. You are amazing. You are powerful. You are strong. You hold the key to your future. You are in control of the steering mechanism of your life. Okay? So go out there and learn. Get fit. Get healthy. Love your family. Love your children. Do the best you can. Be the best person you can be. And I will see you here again soon. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends if you like what you hear. Please check back often for new episodes. I might be dropping sometimes one or two a day. So if you check back, that'll be great. Uh, subscribe, rate, whatever it is you can do. Tell your friends. All right, guys. I am working on getting someone else on here with me. Uh, we're trying to get some technical issues resolved before I do. But that's coming up soon, very soon. Hopefully in the next few episodes. And uh, thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. Wash your hands. Stay safe out there. Uh, and let's do it. Let's change the world. Thanks, guys. This has been Thesis. Everything is everything. With your host, Jay Marie. Have a great day, guys.